Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else listening, welcome back to Commissions Open Season 2. Character design for the set by Doida Flower on Twitter. Promotional art by Andromeda underscore Snow on Twitter. Icon created by Shy Starfall. Commissions Open logo created by Melodic Scavenger. And tonight's guest, the artist who made this podcast very first piece of fan art, and now a very close friend of mine, it's Munchy Bones! And here's your host, Doc Conrad! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Commissions Open, an interview podcast all about art and the digital age. Here you can hear the processes, stories, and lives of talented artists, voice actors, video creators, editors, musicians, and many other talented creators in the era of online work. I am your host, Doc Conrad, and today I have uh, someone I've been like, I-, I haven't been following for a long time, but like we've we've like talked for quite a bit. Uh, Munchy Bones, hello. How's it going? How's it going? How's it hanging? Hi, it it goes. And not it's only really, it goes. It goes. It, it does. Go, it it really do be going though. Not gonna lie. Hello, Munchie. This is like, yeah. This is this is really this is really interesting. So, um, I'm gonna tell them like how I met you. Um, real quick, mm-hmm. you um, you were my first piece of fan art, and that's insane to me that i've made work that like people will enjoy enough to be like i gotta i gotta make fan art of this what what, (laughs) i gotta draw this yeah that's like weird for like me it's like for like me as a person like as a human being like i don't understand how anyone could like like my thing so much that i'm a part of an artistic piece but why don't why don't you go ahead and describe like how you found me and like everything involved with like that. I'd love to hear that just cause like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I found you primarily through uh, TF2 connect where you had interviewed short TV for the uh, team fabulous to reanimated. Mm. And I just thought like, I was just stalking their Twitter and I was just scrolling through and I was like, Oh, big thumbnail. And I just see like, this big old shout out from the uh, people who are take, who, managed that, that twitter and so i was like okay uh well i ain't got nothing else to do and i'm just drawing so i'll just listen to it because i've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately not to shake it up because i'm used to listening to, like horror podcasts so it was really nice uh, i started listening to it and i was just drawing and i was like boy howdy this is interesting <laughs> uh and i saw there was like a whole bunch of different episodes i think you were like you just finished up episode 10 around mm-hmm. the time that i found you and so I just started listening to them. And that's when I, th- I think it was during that session. That I just started drawing the fan art. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember like just before I found you, I was like getting to the off game and seeing that you had the Zachary icon. I was like, well, I guess I could draw it. <laughs> well, I, I see nothing wrong with this. Well, I guess so. I just this, started this doodling. I, this fits with what I was doing. So yeah, yeah it, just, it, it lined it. I think I was, I think I was drawing something off related when I mm. found it. <laughs> mm. And I was just like, this is pretty cool. Um so I just started doodling and then I was like, maybe I should try painting. So it was like my first time doing like an actual like digital painting in a while. And so I just started messing around and I did it. 
and then I posted it and I added you and I was like, hey, and then you interacted with it and I was like, oh no, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Because usually I'm just used to just posting things and just being like kind of wiped off the face of the earth. Sort of thing. It just never happened, never brought up again. And also my Twitter is very inactive, but I saw that you're active on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, I think, I don't know when you DM'd me, but it was like pretty, it was pretty quick. I was just like, Oh boy! Mm. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. The entire time, I'm like freaking out. With my friend, I was like telling her all this, and I was like, "What do I do?" <laughs> and she's like, "You gotta answer." I'm like, "Do I though?" <laughs> and then I did, and I'm so glad I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, yeah, I, I, I let me go ahead and like, I think I'm DM'd you probably on. It was it was probably something on Insta, maybe. Oh no, you did me almost immediately on Twitter, mm-hmm. saying thank you. Oh, and then okay. we just started talking about it. And then you then I shifted over to uh, Instagram, started posting that stuff, and then start kept shouting you out like a whole bunch, mm-hmm. and like just amping up. And I'm like telling all my friends, all my mutuals, everybody. I'm like, please listen to this. It's so cool. Please. <laughs> Uh, this 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 feels like an advertisement for my own podcast. I love it. No. <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your own personal hype gang. Yeah, I, I I really do appreciate it. Um, but no, I, I um, it, it's it's like really interesting how like you sort of just like I don't know. It's just really cool, man. Like I, I like I, like I like I like I told you earlier before the podcast. Um, I've never really had somebody ever makes make art based off of like. Like, like like based off of something that I've done, so I yeah when I when I when I wanted That's to go ahead calling. and like, huh? need more. <laughs> well, I mean like I'm going to provide as much as I can. Uh, yeah, I it, will it, feed you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, no, but like yeah, it, it it's it's so it's so heartwarming to see like because people don't tend to realize that like. There's a lot that goes on with um, different creators, like especially those of big and small. Like, so when you when you're when you're a when you're a very big creator, um, I'm guessing like fan art is like a really like nice heartwarming thing, but it goes away. Mm-hmm. But it, but it goes away. But as me for me being like such a small creator in this regard, like it is it means all the more like like to me because this is not only like my first experience with this sort of thing, but like that you you're like really cool about it and you were really nice to go ahead and talk with as well. It's just been like an absolute joy, like talking with you over the course of like these like past few like almost like yeah it's almost been like a full month since like we've talked we we've like talked and yeah, um i really like want in three days to be a month yeah yeah and i and i and i'm like when, when i when that hat when that happened i'm like i've got to go ahead and like i've got to have you on the podcast like that's like the only that's like the only logical thing for me because like you've you you are you're honestly like your art is like amazing and like i want to oh. go ahead and like discuss with that like the not 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 only like because like I mean, it does help that you made fan art of me, but when it, like, <laughs> it your, does your, help a little. It does, it does help a little <laughs> bit, but like your art's like really expressive and cool, and I love to go ahead and hear more about it. So, um, <laughs> that being said, why don't you go ahead and talk a bit more uh, about uh, yourself and the work that you do? Um, and we'll go ahead and start with like uh, how you first got into uh, creating art uh, in the first place. All right, so. Uh, fun story. Uh, when I was like 12 years old or like in sixth grade, I got into a, a little thing <laughs> called Milo Pony. Ah. And I remember 
that I would like I would watch it like at six a.m. in the morning, like right before I went to school, and I thought it was like I thought it was pretty cool. It was like it was either that or like Family Matters, and like nothing else was on. So of course, my little twelve-year-old brain is like pretty colors, cute ponies, bam. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would like find images on my like my little like Kindle Fire tablet. And I would like draw them and I put them in my binder and I thought it was so cool. I thought it was so I was I thought it was pimping <laughs> when I went to school. <laughs> and then girl was like, that's like for kids. Like, why do you like that? And I remember like being really defensive about it. And I was like, well, that's not really that's not a nice thing to say. Like, Lana, hey dearie, I know you like you're really blunt, but that's not very nice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then that's a nice transition to what I dealt with later on, uh, drawing that stuff. Uh, I remember I'd watch a bunch of like speed paints when I when I went to seventh grade and lived with my mom, and I'd watch like specifically I think Geeky Blue Pony, and like <laughs> their speed paints were like ages old, but I'd like binge watch them all the time and like so much to the point that I. I think I mentioned it once to my mom, but then she ended up giving getting me a digital drawing tablet for like my 13th birthday. And that was peak level of excitement right there. And so I just drew and I drew and I drew and I kept palming out these like like random ass pony drawings onto DeviantArt. Then I made like a, I made a few friends on there and I just kept drawing and it was great. Uh, eighth grade hits, uh, some drama happened, a guy from my school who quote unquote liked me, found my demon art and started like trash talking me on it saying, it's stupid. Like, why do you draw this? Like, why do you like this? Mm-hmm. And I kept blocking him. And then it was like a horror deal that he was just being creepy and blah, blah, blah. That's not important. Uh, that was like the only major bullying was just him calling me like, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. So I'm just oh, yeah, going to say B word, like F and B, whatever. You're you're fine. You're fine with it. Yeah. I, I changed the censor thing a little bit ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he, called, he kept calling me a fucking bitch and he's like 13. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you, do you talk to your mother with that mouth? And he like was crying and he like, I punched a hole in my wall for you. And I was like, that's your problem. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, but during that year, that's when I got into another, another little thing. Uh, that my one of my friends was aggressively trying to get me into uh just a little thing called Hitalia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I still have old pictures that I'm very much ashamed of. Um and I just I don't wanna look I don't want them to see the light of day ever again. But <laughs> that's what got me into drawing like people. Well, not very far though, because then I kinda stopped for a little bit because I realized how much I sucked at drawing people when I was thirteen. I just kept drawing like ponies and furries and stuff because that's just the natural transition, right? And then I remember in the later half of eighth grade, uh, I remember kind of feeling a little secluded with my like teacher and like other classmates would talk about like South Park and crap. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. So my mom refused to let me look at it because <laughs> she hated that show so much. And then I found out that you could pirate things pretty easily. Uh, <laughs> started watching that then i drew south park and i got into tumblr which is hell on earth zero out of ten would not recommend but whatever uh, i got friends from that actually uh, after drawing the south park i got into like an ass blog of like what i call to my i call them my og squad now because mm-hmm. they're so sweet and we've been like together since my like freshman year of high school which is very awesome uh 
I love them. Shout out to Miles, Tav, and Noah. They're great. They made my life a little bit less like hell. Mm-hmm. Just a little. <laughs> um, and it's just like kind of like the like obscene sort of like realization that if I draw fan art, I get friends. Like I, people want to interact with me. So let me just keep doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And I just kept doing it. And I did that for a while. And I, I think I just switched a little bit back and forth between like Marvel and uh, some other video games. I remember just, it was, it was great. Uh, a lot of interaction was awesome because I don't get too much interaction because, you know, we got that hashtag wonderful social anxiety, right? We love mm. that disorder. Mm. It can suck my <laughs> toes. <laughs> um, I remember specifically in December 2018, I got into... This is actually kind of a little game, kind of indie game of Sally Face. I don't know if you know it, but I do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I drew a bunch of stuff and I got into it's so weird having like small fandoms and being like kind of like on the bigger end because you draw it a lot and then like have drama happen because you drew a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna be real. I drew like a character, uh, Sal and his friend Larry because we love LGBT representation I'm LGBT and I want that representation and this was like before chapter 4 came out where it was like oh their parents end up marrying when like in their late 20s and people went on me hard for that they just went and I I was on flop accounts I was just (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was horrifying it was like really mortifying just like trying to like go to my little like 3 to 8 job at Taco Bell and having to deal with that before my shift starts. And I kept just like, please leave me alone. And I end up privatizing a lot of things, so many things, because people were like horrible about it. Like, also, like, ship wars would happen if I drew like anything else. If I drew like Dal and his actual primary love interest, Ash. I love Ashley. Don't get me wrong. I love her to death. Like, my, me and my friend, when we both got into it, she also had the same problem. Like, people were insane. Mm-hmm. If you do one thing, these people get mad. If you do another thing, these people get mad. And it's just, it's absolutely nuts. So it's just kind of like, we both want nothing to do with it anymore. Which sucks, because that's where I got most of my followers from, was from drawing that. Mm-hmm. I got like, oh, I think like a good, like, maybe 2,000 just from drawing Sally Face. And it's kind of disheartening to see like how awful people are. Or how much, like, people, like, would steal your art. I had a lot of people, like, repost my art and not credit me, which is a new experience for me altogether because I never had that happen before. And it's like, how do you approach this? Mm-hmm. Like, most of them speak Russian. I can't speak Russian. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, most of the time, I just kind of let it go, and I'll just, like, save it to my repost folder because, like, people, like, send it to me. Or I even had somebody rip, not even a good photo that I drew, and they posted on Redbubble that they, like, kind of drew over and they were like selling it for like t-shirts and stuff. And I remember somebody on Twitter like sending me something saying, like, hey, like I see I saw this person like repost your art. Like, can you like give me some like uh like proof that like just so I can show Redbubble that you're the original artist and you don't want that's not you? And I was like, Yeah, of course. And it's still up. Mm-hmm. Redbubble hasn't done nothing. <laughs> so like whatever. I don't think they're making much of profit off of that. But it's just wow. And I remember 
<laughs> fandoms are crazy. Mm-hmm. It's weird knowing that that's actually like how similar it is with the My Hero stuff. Like, there's so many wars between people, and it just kind of sucks. Like, why can't people just be chill? And it's just it's horrible just seeing like because like even if I've just also noticed that if I don't draw fan art my like algorithm or like my statistics just like drop mm-hmm. uh same with like i have a little youtube channel i don't post on it anymore because like people don't care uh i used to draw a lot of musical fan art and it was great uh and then like i would like every time i post like something like maybe for a like, good older musical that i like like a uh, little shop of horrors like nobody cares <laughs> it's it's like unless you're drawing like dear Evan hansen or be more chill nobody cares and like, i don't even know what's going on now but like okay so i just kind of don't bother anymore uh, I try. I try so hard, but I don't get very far. <laughs> hey, and this is the most important part. In the end, it doesn't even matter because guess what? Your art is still very quality, and that's what's most Thank important. You. The important, the important bit that like I realize that, and this this especially comes with like you are a very you are a very young artist, and you've worked you've you got yourself heavily invested in sort of these like fandoms that you've like establish yourself in and making fan art of mm-hmm. like these characters and it's important to go and have those sort of connections that you have within them because they're like they're people who share similar interests of course like those those are the people you want to go ahead and like <laughs> interact with and enjoy but what's most important is that like you're working on your own individual art and despite the fact that it may not get as many like in, in interactions or clicks most important oh, is that you're yeah. working. You're I know work- it's not important yeah, but it, 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 it does give a good little feeling to see like oh people exactly. like like they like me for art and not just because I draw fan mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. Like that's what, like that's the validation I want <laughs> is yeah. that people actually enjoy my stuff and not like, oh, that's not fan mm-hmm. art. So like whatever. Like mm-hmm. that's actually another thing like uh, about fan art. I love drawing fan art. Don't get me wrong, but also I feel like it kind of hindered like because I've been drawing it for, like that's like all I draw it out outside of like maybe commissions or like stuff for my friends. I just I feel like it's like kind of hindered my creativity a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can I can't really take myself like I can draw designs I can draw like AU's but I can't bring myself to like make my own content mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I can do like things for school I can just like do paintings I just I just want to like visibly see on my wall but I can't like make something for myself and just expand upon it. Mm-hmm. I, like I'm making a character for a new campaign I'm in. I can't share no- nothing about it because I know my friend's gonna hear this, and I'm not supposed to tell her anything. Mm-hmm. But it's been a ride. It's like it's been like two weeks, and I have like a little bit about him, but I'm just my brain can't like focus on one thing. It's like I mm-hmm. want to think about so many other things, and then I'm like I'm like doing him, and I'm like, wait a second, he reminds me of Ellis from Left for Dead. Scrap that. I gotta redo it. <laughs> Let, let me go ahead and give you a little bit of um, some some advice I can go ahead and give you. Mm-hmm. The the main thing that you re- that you have to realize is that your first off, first off, like your work is your work has always been and continues to be quality. It is very it is very it is very good. I enjoyed a lot, um, and it's always reaffirming to have somebody tell you that like in person because I know sometimes like yeah. seeing those comments seeing those comments is great but like being able to and hear that is what's most important. So let's first off let's go ahead and start 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 from there. Your art is wonderful and fantastic no matter what it is you draw. It's just the amount of people that have had a previous connection uh, before in which they see it and then they're like oh that's that character and they look good. I like it. 
The only reason why they don't see it here otherwise is because they're not familiar with that form of artwork. And that's like understandable and it's difficult to go ahead and like wrap your head around. However, what's most important for you to know is that like your art, your work is quality. And that's that's like we need we need to start off from that first baseline. Now let's go ahead and talk a bit about like in, in terms of your own creativity. I've learned from multiple artists that there is no such thing uh, that, that there is no such thing as like stealing an idea like there is there's like you can you oh, can yeah, this you can, done so many times exactly, before like there's exactly. no it, there, there's <laughs> there's no real way to go ahead and go about it so being able to take inspirations from different sort of like things that you've seen and things that you enjoy is totally fine and totally okay and having a totally original idea i would give you like a million dollars if you never if you like created <laughs> something that like no one has ever thought of before like, there's just been enough people in human history where it's like that task is nearly impossible at this point. But, oh, what's, yeah. but what's most important is that the character that you make is something that you can fully express, make into your own, and, sh and shift it in a way that you enjoy. Of course, there's going to be par parts that are relatable in terms of, like, yourself and to other mm -hmm. people because you know you're human. Like, that's the, that's the whole thing. Like, the connection between those, the art that you see and the art that you see between, like, each other is, like that's the relatability factor of like people can understand these characters and the feelings they have and the way that you can go ahead and like understand like that's it's it's important to go ahead and be like i want to be original and there are things that which you can do that will like make them original with like different scenarios they've experienced or different thing different ways they act or all those sort of things but you can go ahead and make that yourself and like there of course there might be an issue of like oh but this is just X. This is just Y. But no, it's your spin on it. And that's what's most important and beautiful about the art in which you make. Man, I'm like nodding and I'm like on the verge of tears, bro. <laughs> uh, I just, I've always like kind of grown up as like the child that's like, I want to exceed at everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I want validation. I want so much. I think it's because I grew up as an only child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, It's like, it's nice hearing from like teachers and like their approval, like my technical skill especially now that i'm in college and i'm taking art classes and they're just i kind of feel bad because i don't really try as hard on them mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's like oh just draw a still life and like shade it and render it or like oh i'll do like another your fifth self-portrait of the year like it's just i just kind of like school stuff does not matter to me because it doesn't i don't find it challenging and i'm just kind of like i need validation that like, actually means something to me mm-hmm like school used to means like a lot to me, like for like, like our English papers or like history or something like that. But nowadays it's kind of just like, well, I need that external. Like I like, I like interacting with people. I like talking to people. Um, I just, it's hard, <laughs> especially now with quarantine. Mm -hmm. It's like even harder. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still, I'm like, oh, on the verge of tears. I can't. <laughs> There, there's. You, let, me, let me go ahead and say um, this again. Like, it, it's. I know it's hard to go ahead and say like you, you aren't being exactly challenged, and you're just working through it, and you're like, it's. It's no longer a challenge for you for certain. But that's because you've grown a lot already, and the things you're the things you're finding aren't challenging you because you know a lot, and you feel like you don't have to do as much. And like that's understandable, of course. If I mean, you, and you, I was placed in beginners art classes because they're prerequisites, and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're it, that's that's like yeah, it's it's understandable. But what you we need to recognize that like there, what you can't what you can do further on is like improve on your own improve on your own craft on your own, and you're clearly doing that with the work that you're doing. 
Like you're, you've, you're out, you're out doing yourself nearly every, every single art piece, like from there. And that's how it should be because like the work in which you like put forward is like the, your next, what, what's, what's the word? You're only as good as the last thing you've made. Like in terms of like that whole like bro sports talk or whatever, like you're only as good as your last player or whatever that sort of thing is. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is like, you've, you've definitely improved at, you've definitely improved in your art, even in the ways that like you like, you've like slowed down and like not taking things mm -hmm. as serious like that that you're still give you're still give it you're still giving an effort and you're still putting in like things you're doing and you, you're just not passionate about them because they're not exactly things that you want to do they're like things that you have to go ahead and do for class and like that's understandable i was the same way c student here in high school didn't care at all and uh, i just skated on by and but then i found my passion for audio and that's when i'm like that's when i really started to care about a lot of different things and it's 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 that's that's how it really boil that's what it really boils down to is like working on that sort of thing um mm -hmm. anyway um we talked a bit about like uh the history of you getting into art um and you're like you have so you also include some of your other inspirations that you've that you like made through and like made fan art for um but why don't we go ahead and talk about uh more stuff along the lines of like um your process in which you like find something and you want to go ahead and create um you i know you said like you you've, you mostly do stuff involved with fan art but like is there anything specific that you like look for in characters that you draw or like things that you make yourself um what what, what is it that you what is it that you look for uh, before you go ahead and like decide on a, you want to make a piece um, well, I mean, most of the things that I, I do end up drawing for is, like, things that either got recommended to me by my friends, even though it takes a while because I'm, like, stubborn like that, or just things I kind of stumble upon. Uh, I know a lot of things that I tend to latch onto, especially character-wise, is just straight-up dumbass. That's my favorite archetype. It's just dumb. And I find it so fun to draw. I like drawing goofy people. It's so fun. Um... I'm just trying to think like how else to answer that because, hmm, uh, I think like most deciding factor is just like how much I really find myself enjoying because I, I do watch a lot of media. I take in a lot of content. Uh, it just there's like a lot of things like I also like I do love, but I'm like I probably shouldn't draw that or like I don't want to because I don't want to associate myself with those people. <laughs> Because I, I, I adore, like, for instance, I adore my, my hero academia, but, like, because of how widespread and because of the problems that come within the people who watch it, I'm, like, I follow a lot of people who do draw that, and I just see their comment section just filled with, like, hatred for, for drawing a certain thing. And it's just, it's kind of, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that again. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll take a hard pass. But, like, things, like, smaller, like, uh, off. Uh, I drew God, a handful of things. I kind of want to draw it a little bit more. Not sure. I kind of died out of it. It's like I might be like, on the ADHD or like, autism spectrum, but like I forget about things that I like about instantly. Like I get hyper obsessed and then dies. Mm -hmm. Then hyper dies, hyper dies, and I just at the moment I think I'm like floating at the moment. I don't have anything in mind. I'm just kind of doing what I need to at the moment. But I tend to like <laughs> I've noticed that I liked. Or like I tend to latch on to things that are a bit more dead, which is kind of sad because it's like you want to see content, but it's dead or it's not like or it's very small. Mm -hmm. And then like right when it booms, I end up leaving and then I come back and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of content. Mm -hmm. Like I love I love indulging 
and other people's works. And I love doing that. And I, I enjoy doing it with my friends. Like, uh, I know me and one of my friends will like read like fanfics aloud, mostly joke fix. Cause that's the funnier ones, mm-hmm. but it's just, I like find. I also like finding like old content to like look at. It's great. <laughs> and just like talking about it with like other people, like whether it's like a joke one or it's like, Oh my goodness, why would they make that? That's really funny. <laughs> I also like making really funny like shit posts. Mm-hmm. Like I think I have an Instagram highlight, just comp- like a compilation of like all the ones I've made so far. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's called shit posts. Yeah, I see everything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's culture, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. When when people when I die, they're gonna find this and they're gonna staple it to my grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of I just kind of do things just because I can. Mm-hmm. like for you for instance i just found you and i'm just like oh well this is new and i'm listening to it i can like i can multitask so i'm just gonna draw like Mm -hmm. might as well (laughs) uh why don't we go ahead and um talk a bit more about uh like your like the process in which you make in in which you make things um Mm -hmm. like 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 in, in in more in more specific detail um like like how uh uh, we've talked a bit about your like inspirations and the things in which you like you you get you get into a peaked into a certain interest and you like obsess over it for a few for a little bit and draw it out and then you like move on to something else. Um, but why don't you go ahead and talk about like how is it that um, uh, like 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 in which in the, the process in which you do draw? I want to hear more about that as well. Um, <laughs> I guess like, but like anybody else, I just kind of like would end up like doodling or like. I don't really have much in mind. I just kind of do doodles. I'll be like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Enlarge. And then I'll finish it. I feel like like what I picked up from actually one of my art classes is that maybe I should start thumbnailing a lot more to make it like a lot more com- compositionally sound. Still haven't done that yet. Uh, I kind of want to incorporate that a little bit more. Um, I just know that I tend to experiment a whole lot. Like every day like my style just shifts into a different direction and then like to another one and then another one it kind of sucks but i don't finish something in all in one sitting because i'm really because like the next day i'll be like oh i don't like how i did that scrap that redo it mm-hmm. uh i tend to just start something and i just immediately finish i don't like saving it for later like if i'm if i'm already sitting here i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna finish it i don't want to leave until it's done unless i have to use the restroom like I'm one of those people that will sit at my computer for like ten hours straight just drawing, which is probably not healthy, but like I do it anyways. I know a majority of people would do that too, um, but like I've noticed that like a lot of my other friends, they tend to just kind of do a lot of doodles before settling on like on a bigger picture, and my brain don't work like that. My brain's like I know what I wanted when I want it, and I want it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just kind of like forced into a thing of just. I need to make a completed piece as fast as I can. So you, you, you pretty much like you, you sit down, you finish it, you finish it all like in one sitting, like you, you don't, you yeah. don't take it, you don't take a break in between because like you want to make sure everything's finished before mm-hmm. you like get, get back into it. Um, I just hate it. Every time I post something and I'll be like, I'd see something immediately wrong. And I'm like, gosh, darn it. <laughs> I should have waited. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only thing I take breaks on is like, school stuff like for my graphic design project where it's like on the bigger end and i'm working illustrated and i hate it so much i need to take a break or else i will 
like pull my hair out. Mm-hmm. But just for like my general like personal work, I just kind of I sit there and I do it all in one sitting. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk a bit about uh, your. I, I I mentioned earlier in the in the in the podcast, like um, uh, earlier before the podcast, um, that there's also a bit where we go ahead and talk about like um, things involving like your personal uh, life. Mm-hmm. And um, why don't we go ahead and let everybody know who 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 like a little bit a little bit further behind the behind the veil of like uh, the work that you do. Like you don't just post. You're not somebody who just only posts fan art. You're clearly into multiple different fandoms, and you're clearly like. Somebody who's like gone through uh, quite a number of uh, differences, different things, and changes uh, throughout your life, and I've wanted mm-hmm. to go ahead and hear a bit, uh, hear a bit more about that. So, um, you cool with me, like calling you your, uh, yeah. your like your real name, like? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hi, Brittany. How's it going? Uh- <laughs> hi. This is my customer service voice. How may I help you? What would you like to have today? Our uh, flavor of the month is cotton candy crackle. Would you like uh, to try it? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> how about you tell me your life story? Is that is that is that on the menu? Can I go ahead and uh, can I go ahead and order that? Yeah, it's actually on discount at the moment. It's oh, only uh, five ninety nine. Oh, perfect, perfect. They'll PayPal you later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'd love to hear uh, hear more about like um, like the, like the the person behind the artwork. I want to. That, that's like one of the most interesting points for like me as an interviewer is like hearing that sort of thing. So uh, I'd mm-hmm. love to go and hear that. Characters starting to pile up, aren't they? Pardon. What I'm saying is the average player doesn't need all these complicated and tedious dialogues. There should be more action and fewer questions. Who are you? I'm Zachary, the traditional items merchant that's necessary in every video game. I'll always find myself in places you're going to visit before you arrive. But enough weather. I'm not one of those protagonists you need to listen to for hours. So, let's just move on to the middle bit. The middle bit? Buddy, welcome back to the middle bit. I'm your host, Doc Conrad, and uh, let's get things started, shall we? If you didn't know from the last episode, I have been streaming live on Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 10 p.m. EST, and Saturdays at a random point in time. Uh, if you are listening to this right now, in fact, later on today, I will be uh, doing a stream. Uh, not to sure what it's going to be on Saturday, but it's going to be a good one. I know that for certain. Have a lot of fun with those all the time. Having fun playing Minecraft, Among Us, all those sort of games. It's been a, it's been quite a bit of fun uh, playing games with uh, fans and friends, people that I know, past guests of the podcast, and all that. So, if you want to go ahead and catch me uh, live every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 10 p.m. EST, um, that is twitch.tv slash drconrad. Again, that is twitch.tv slash Dr. Conrad. 
Also, I've been seeing a lot of support coming from some big fans of the podcast uh, over the past few days, and it's been great to go ahead and see. I want to go ahead and get the ball rolling again, so if you want to go ahead and suggest this podcast to anyone that uh, you think might enjoy it, please go ahead and do so. I'd love to go ahead and check it out. And if you're a fan of the show, feel free to go ahead and at me on Twitter at commsopenpodcast. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at commsopenpodcast, and uh, you can go ahead and check me out there. Also, if you happen to be someone who's watching the podcast on YouTube, be sure to hit subscribe and hit the like button. It would really help me out quite a bit. And if you're listening on whatever app you use, I would love it if you would go ahead and follow the podcast, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon Podcasts, anything you want to go ahead and uh, do, just go ahead and follow me there. That'd be amazing. And, uh, yep. All right. That looks like it's going to be it for the middle bit. You guys enjoy the rest of the interview. Take care. All right. Bye. Um, I, I'm just going to start, like, right at the bat. I'm a very anxious individual, but I'm also, like, I don't want to say, like, insane, but, like, I, I don't know, you you just have one of those days where you're just, like, straight up, like, I guess disassociating, where it's just kind of, like, everything's bonkers, mm-hmm. and it's great, and it's very high energy, and then you have, like, then you get slammed of, like, very low energy days where you just can't get out of bed, and you don't want to do anything for, the, like, for the next week. Mm-hmm. And it's so frustrating. Uh, I know growing up, I've always had, like, despite being an a only child, like, biologically, I had my aunt growing up with me. Uh, she was four months younger than me, and we kind of grew up together in the same house for a while. And I had a lot of problems growing up. I had, like, ODD, I think. Like, that's, like, one of the proper diagnoses I had. So I was very aggressive. I was very, I was very jealous. I was very aggro and I didn't know why I was just always upset and I couldn't do nothing about it um and then I got into like whenever I would get into something like oh when I was younger I'd draw and I like I'll draw it and I'll put it on the wall because I had a little art wall of my mom because she was a single mom it's like what else are you gonna do if you're eight-year-old kid make an art wall uh and I remember my aunt, she would, she'll draw sometimes. And I would get so mad that my mom let her put it on the wall. I'll get so mad that she got so much more recognition than me. I, yeah, she just, she would get so much more recognition than me. And I just remember being like so upset and so just devastated that like nobody cared about me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of grew up with that little bit of ideology for a while. Uh, I remember I dropped drawing like once I moved to my dad and my stepmom in like fifth grade. Uh, I still would draw like for like you know little projects and things, but that's about it. And then like I started getting into a little bit more in my sixth grade year, and then seventh grade hit, and I would do it. And it was like same thing happened when I moved back with my mom in seventh grade. Like she would do some like my aunt would like draw as well because she'll, she'll see me draw. I didn't find out until later that she just did things that I did because she thought I was cool. I didn't know that. I just thought she hated me. And so I hated her. I don't hate her anymore. If she's listening to this, I don't hate you, Jessica. You're great. I love you. I just remember having very intense feelings as a a small child. And she knew I hated her at the time. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's kind of weird now that like, like artists are more than minority, at least in my upbringing, like school and stuff. That like being an artist was kind of like weird and like, 
you know, you always have like that, like where it's like, oh, it's a group project and you need to draw something. Like everybody like snaps their neck to look at you because they knew that you drew. Cause like, I'll be like, mm-hmm. doodling in class and I'm like, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I can do it. I'm going to do this by myself. Leave, go. <laughs> Cause I don't trust nobody. I'm also very control freaky in that way where I, I don't, I don't like sharing the responsibilities if I know that I could just do it or if I know that they're not going to do much. And it's just kind of like, I want this, like, I don't want to put my grade on the line because you don't do your work properly or I don't want you to take over. I don't want you getting the free points because it's not fair. Um, <laughs> I have a very hard time in teamwork <laughs> activities. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, college is kind of worse where it's like, there's a lot more group stuff. And it's just like, I'm the one, I'm the one who does, who takes in all the information. I make the PowerPoint. I make the notes. Can you guys please just read the slides? And then you have that one person in the group who's on their phone during the presentation. And they look up and read off the slide as if they don't have a note card giving them the, like, the notes to say. Like, that's infuriating. I end up taking, up, taking over one of her slides to read. Because it was like, we each had like two of them. And I end up reading like four of them. Mm-hmm. Because nobody does their job, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> um, man, my life is a lot is just filled with frustration, just a mm-hmm. lot of anger. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think that's mostly a lot of anger. I think it's mostly because you're like you're you're right now you're fixated on you're fixated on that as well, and that's an, that's understandable. Like it's it's something that like it's something when you reflect on it, you go based off of the emotions in which you feel, and then you like recognize and try to recall things involved with that. Um, mm-hmm. but of course there's like been parts where you've like fully, there've been parts where like, it's been a lot easier and more enjoyable. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. I know as well, like, because I do furry art, I'm very embarrassed to say that. Uh, I'm very embarrassed for people to know that I do that, especially in person, mm-hmm. uh, like things like that, or like, drawing things for a certain fandom. I'm very easily flustered. I don't like people like who i know in person knowing that i do those things especially people in college but then they find my art account and they're like oh i really like your art like you didn't tell me you like did this stuff like i always do and it's so weird making connections like that mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just so used to being like embarrassed about what i do mm-hmm. and like why i do things just because i find it enjoyable because of like this you know the stigma around certain things like yeah. with furries everyone thinks that you're a horny bastard mm-hmm. and it's like i'm a bastard but like not because of that, <laughs> that <laughs> no, the, that's i think i think that comes a lot with um i think that comes a lot with the process of like growing up especially mm-hmm. the 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 things that a lot of people like face and they face ridicule for i've i've known a lot of people who've made art uh, in the past and like i've been good friends with who have been who have also been in the same boat as you involved with like their art being they're feeling ashamed for their feeling ashamed that they they enjoy their art um but as someone who has been like a constant source of like i i think the reason why i made this podcast was because like and something like deep down in me the a lot of my friends who didn't who like were initially who were like embarrassed about about like showing their art um they they were willing to go ahead and confide in me and like show me that art and it's one of the like the my favorite things about it is like seeing them glow up when they finally get to realize like they can be open about things that they're most passionate about and creative with and a lot of yeah. people like don't realize like how important that is for artists especially those that have been like ridiculed previously from like the work that they've done and I'm and like they they've been like they've been like told like th- things have been like 
negative like they, they they point out like negative things about their art even if they're just learning or they do something out of passion or something like that it's a beautiful art is a beautiful thing in that regard of like mm-hmm. you create something based off of like passion that you make and have people like 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 boil it down and simplify it is not what i think a good artist should feel and not, not nobody should feel that nobody should feel that way about something they create via passion especially mm-hmm. something that's like not harming anyone like like it, it, in terms of like art this sort of thing does not harm anyone this sort of thing like is only meant to go and uplift and bring light to different people and uh it, it's it's what's most it's what's one of the things that's most important of like being able to show it and create it and i'm glad that like I'm glad now that you're able to go ahead and uh, see that there is uh, that there's like going to be a shift in terms of like the, the the art in which you make. Being able to go ahead and realize that like your art is your like 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 you said you, you you of course the validation's important like your art is wonderful, but it's also important to realize that like there's there's been a shift in culture I think at least a little bit oh, yeah. towards towards supporting artists and being able to be like yeah, your art is wonderful. Like that's, that's like that, like being able to go ahead and encourage people. In fact, who are maybe not as confident in their work. And I think that's very important for other people to understand, like support your local artists, guys. Like they, they've been, they, they've been through like some different things involved with people who didn't understand the work in which they make. And now, now you can go ahead and like fully, fully appreciate that, that work. It can be, I don't know, like it can be recognized as like, good that's what's most important like and it touches back on what we said earlier like you're you're you you of course had like maybe a little bit of like issues in the past with like different people inside of like fandoms or whatnot like talking about like the things in which you draw but like i'm guessing like one of the things they never said was like the art's bad it's just it wasn't what they wanted (laughs) that's the main thing like your art's always your art's always quality (laughs) your art's always been quality and it's going to improve even further like there's a lot that there's a lot that you need to like there's a lot that you need to recognize. So underst- I I understand like being nervous about that sort of thing. That's like a whole other can of worms that like needs to be that like the like possibly needs to be addressed by like people who are more professional than me. I'm just a guy who talks to the microphone. But I want to <laughs> I'm just you, the kid yeah. who draws on a tablet. <laughs> yeah. But what you need to recognize is that like the art that you make is wonderful and I don't think that you should not to say that like this is going to be a cure all. Don't feel bad, but like, <laughs> uh, but like, you sh- you don't shouldn't feel as feel bad. It. Yeah, you shouldn't. You <laughs> should not. You should not feel ashamed about the art in which you make because of how like no, not only how good it is, but how much of a, a impassioned person that you are and expressing that sort of passionate, uh, that passionate like expressing that passion in any sort of way is great is a great thing and i think that's something that a lot of people need to recognize and like understand that it is like important for other people to hear and important for other people to see as well yeah i'm very thankful that i've had like a best friend of like six years almost seven years i don't know i met her uh on demon art <laughs> in my like eighth grade and I, we've been best buds ever since and we've been supporting each other and it's so great and i love her so much can i give her a shout out yeah for certain it's a garden.mouse on instagram unless she changes it in the future then r.i.p your shout out but like <laughs> i adore her so so much uh maya you're great and i wish that like she's the one that actually usually like talks me down it's like Man, like it doesn't matter that like you're very experimental or your like your art's very flexible. Like like she's she's the one who tells me that's like when I see like when I see two pieces by you, like even like by different like 
like time like one one made like a month ago and one made now she's like she still is like as that's your art though and i always i always feel bad for not having like consistency like because i experiment so so much and like i don't feel bad for like other people like i kind of feel bad bad for myself for not finding a good middle ground for like everything that i want to do but i just i keep doing things outside the box i experiment so much i've done like throughout i have like a history of like doing things like within the art like i've done band i've done sculpting i've done um obviously like traditional media and digital media Mm -hmm. and it's just like i experiment so much and it's it's cool and all and it's it's great having like kind of useful like information about each thing and how it transfers over surprisingly of like realizing like oh like this thing I learned in sculpting and like having like I don't know this divid makes it kind of transfers over a little bit more to like shading and like the face or something I don't know <laughs> I just I feel bad a lot of the time creating but I probably shouldn't I just do and I think that just might be like mostly anxiety talking and just like not having a whole lot of support like my parents are supportive don't get me wrong they like my dad's the one who convinced me to uh, pursue like an art degree because i was actually gonna be a stem major i was gonna do i was gonna major in biology like marine biology or something like that and i remember partway through the semester last year uh when he had a like his how his heart rate was going way too fast it was it was like way too high and i had meet him up at a hospital to find out what was going on. I was the only person who showed up and we like, I was just crying and he like talked to me for like an hour and I was like, just talking to him. He's like, do you think you'd be happy if you majored in biology? Do you find your, do you see yourself being happy in that? And I was just like, nope. Mm-hmm. All the while I'm just sobbing as I'm like thinking my dad's about to die. He didn't, he's good. He's chill. I think he's doing Instacart right now. <laughs> <laughs> And I switched my major to graphic design and it's just, I don't want to be a graphic design major, but I'm going to community college. So all the uh, art majors are very, very limited right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just, wow, there's a lot of emotion behind art. I've always thought that like, I don't, cause, like when I create things, I don't create things because of a meaning. That's what I find frustrating actually with like a few of my classes. Is, like, what's the meaning behind your piece? Like, why do you like, what was the intention? And for me, it's like, well, it's an assignment. I want a good grade. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, especially with my actual previous presentation for my portfolio, um, my portfolio for my final for drawing 101 or whatever, drawing 100 and like 03 or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like, I was actually talking to a friend the day, the night before time. Like, I don't know how I'm going to describe it. I don't know. Like, what about the meaning? I I don't really have a meaning. I just thought it like, kind of looked cool because I made like a reference to uh, Renee Marguerite Margaret. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the son of man with the apple in front of the face. Yeah. And then when I had to talk about it, talk about my final. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. Discord just cut out again. Uh, when fine. I had to talk about my final, I was able to like. While I was just trying to like talk about like the gears, my brain started working out like the meaning for me behind it, and I was like, "Oh, there was meaning. I just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think about these sort of things. I just I draw because I like it, and then like, and then I realized like a week later, it's like, oh wow, 
that did mean something to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot. Just mm-hmm. I think my brain's just too active. That's why. <laughs> there is a lot that goes on behind the in the in the background of like the subconscious. I don't want to get too philosophical, but there's a lot that goes on in that <laughs> regard. And I definitely think that you've you've realized that. Like the the work that which you do is like there's a there's always of course a reason and a meaning behind everything that you've that you create. Um that 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 which is like is just beyond what you like purposely do. Like the passion which you co- which you make comes from somewhere. Like there's a reason mm-hmm. why you like the individual things that you do. Um, and even if still like the the reason why you choose certain ways in which to express certain things or the colors that you choose, even if it's not fully conscious, it is like there is something beyond. There is something beyond like that which you fully recognize and can comprehend, and you can only really see it after you finish it being done. Like after like a week, you said. So yeah. yeah. It's just it's strange how you like you ever have like those like like uh growing up in like your english history or like, your english class where it's like can you describe what the author's intention behind this particular line was mm-hmm. and I, i'm like the one that just kind of sit there and i just stare at it because i'm like mm-hmm. it's the dog was brown oh. it was brown that's <laughs> dog color man I and it's like no but like what's the meaning like why is the dog brown like what does brown represent and i'm just like brown <laughs> it represents brown brown's a good color yeah. uh oh that reminds me i did take theater where i actually learned like uh, stagecraft where i learned a little bit more about like uh like stage lighting and how like colors affect the mood and stuff and i'm like wow that's legit like that mm-hmm. that's real it's like i've i had to watch a few plays like uh for like whether well, it's just to support my fellow like theater kids or just because i wanted to it was interesting, like noticing, like how, like oh, the stage light shifted to like a deeper red, and then the girl screamed, and it's a lot more horrifying than if it was like blue, mm-hmm. like that sort of thing. And it's just, it's weird finally picking up on that. Like it feels like way too late. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm so late to the event, and I only, I did not bring any Starbucks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in a, like my friend said, it's not in like an ice. Co- it's not an iced coffee like cups. So the way they can tell how much, how late you were, with like how much is that yeah. drunk from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, I, I, um, I, I'm glad that you're you're being able to recognize the things more and more. And it's not, it's never too late to go ahead and learn. Like that's mm-hmm. that's like that like even from beyond college, I'm learning so much about like the process in which like artists like like create and like the inspirations that they hold and everything like that's it's it's such a you you never you never really stop you never really stop the learning process in which you do so you're never late for the things you you're never late for the things you learn um now that being said we are running a little bit uh we're not running late but we're getting a we're getting more and more towards the end (laughs) of the of the podcast about it's been a it's been almost an hour um i want to go ahead and summarize uh with Go ahead and summarize this. Um, okay. Brittany, I want to say yes. that you have been an excellent guest. Your your story is one that I'm guessing a lot of people have faced before. That of that of like creativity and passion while having having it having like problems in which you like you 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 see something that you're incredibly passionate about but it 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 it, fa- it can fade like instantly you've seen mm-hmm. you've gone through a lot involved like the work that you do and like sometimes not being not having people so be as supportive of you online or maybe not even like IRL like from a different different sort of like people that you've met but mm-hmm. you've always had like you've always had this sort of charm that's unique to you 
that's like the most important thing. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. I love seeing the work that you've, you've done and how you've grown even further. Um, I appreciate you for what you've done for me specifically, like the work that you've like done the fan art that you did. Like, it's amazing that you were even go ahead and consider me to be like some of the, something that you're like, enjoy so much that you had to create something for it. That, that, that you have no idea how much that means to me as like, uh, as a creator. Um, and I, I feel like that there is, there's, there's nothing more I want to give to you than like a chance for myself to give you back something. So the way that I'm going to try to do it is by having you on the podcast and let people understand the process in which you make and like get to hear a little bit more about you, the work that you've done and the work that I hopefully that you'll hopefully continue to do because like it has always been amazing. No matter what sort of thing that you make, consider me a fan. I'm going to be a fan for a long time and consider me a friend as well. Um, yeah, there, I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm so glad that you're, I'm so glad that you're able to go ahead and like you, you're, I'm so glad your, your father helped you like put, push you more down this path to, to focusing on your art. I hope that you can go Mm -hmm. ahead and make it, uh, make it worthwhile for yourself and and hopefully you'll be able to go ahead and grow even further as an artist um like even more so than you are than you have right now it, it's just absolutely amazing the work that you've done and i hope that you that people can go ahead and like support you further and you can you can follow her uh you can, you can follow them <laughs> you, you like any pronoun that's fine yeah that's uh, fine <laughs> uh, uh, you can follow them on uh instagram and twitter at munchy bones and um yeah i want to say that this has been uh an excellent excellent episode of Commission Second. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I was excited to be so emotional about this. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to go off either. <laughs> that's fine. It feels like a therapist session. That's how it... That's or again, not, only- not therapist, therapy. <laughs> it's just so... Really, I'm also very, very sweaty right now because I've been shaking. <laughs> You're... You're fine. Thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> man! I was not expecting like after just drawing something for you. I was not expecting just like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Pardon? I need to draw you at least like three things before you ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was so instant I was caught off guard <laughs> <laughs>